award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We have a fun show for you today. I'm very excited to be here on location on the South Holston River. We just finished up a MOU partnership uh, uh, ceremony here, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, talk about some trout fishing and, and all kinds of fun stuff. So I'm, I'm happy to have Mr. Don King helping me co-host today. You bet, Jason. Thanks for the invite. As always, we're not around the poker table today, but we are no. on location. That's always fun. Uh-huh. And i got Mr. Frank Fist with us. He's our fisheries chief here at TWRA, and uh, glad to have him. Glad to be here. And Mr. Alan Clare, the vice president of River Resources Stewardship with TVA. That's correct. Glad awesome. to be here. I got it. I got it right. Alan, we're glad you're here with us. <laughs> Uh, it's been a fun day. Uh, TVA organized a little ceremony today, and we uh, celebrated this partnership between TWRA, TVA, Fish and Wildlife Service, and Georgia. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have more trout this year I've, you and know, a few years to come. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just uh, it was a ceremonial thing. About 150 fish were released today and uh, off the bridge, and and uh, so you might want to check the web for the for the video and the pictures of that. So yeah, coming soon. Neat. Yeah, and uh, also. So uh, check your flow schedules and get out here and try to catch some of those oh, fish. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like I'm coming home. When I came into the parking lot this morning, it all came back to me. In 2001, we shot one of the first episodes of Tennessee's Wild Side right here. Uh, we had oh. Alan Ricks, who was our Region 4 communications guy at the yeah. time. He was out uh, waiting. And, and casting in the in the fog or the, cool. uh, the and and man it was just a cool shot and that made the opening for the show for about ten years I think oh. so <laughs> so uh, it was a, it was a fun story and uh, so it, it's neat to get back here today yeah it's a beautiful spot uh, great trout fishery and a great place to to hold the ceremony today. Uh, well, Don, did you want to say something about a radio station? You know what? Yeah, it's time for a radio shout-out time. Let's do and, that. Uh, we are so excited to welcome WJSQ to our uh, family of affiliates, and they're in Athens. They're mm -hmm. in Athens, Tennessee, and uh, man, 101.7. So uh, anyway, any anyone listening out there in the Athens area, we are glad to have you on board. Thanks to Karen Webb for making it happen, yeah. and uh, and our sponsor there. Uh, Rural One, okay. uh, the leader in outdoor in uh, in rural lending. The rural leader lending. in rural lending. Yeah. There you go. So uh, anyway, glad to have you, and uh, good good to be here. Yeah, and, uh, if, welcoming if, them. If you follow the show, you probably know we're on a few radio stations. I think it's around twenty two now. But also, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, YouTube. If you want to watch us, you can do that. If you want to listen, you can listen. So, exactly. Uh, it's always a fun show. I hope uh, everyone enjoys them and, and gets a little bit out of each one of them. And uh, today, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, let's let's jump in and and meet Alan. Alan, tell us about yourself and what you do for TVA, and and then we'll get into kind of some of the things that's going on around us here. Yeah, sure. Thanks. And thanks again for having me. Um, hello, everyone. Um, Alan Clare. So uh, I'm, I have responsibility for a river and resource stewardship organization. And so that's a smorgasbord of responsibilities, <laughs> right? So natural resources, which is, you know, part of the responsibilities today. But then also our um, uh, TVA police and emergency management services uh, or river management. So they're the folks that are responsible. You know, I talked about river flow and oh, yeah, temperatures yeah. and oxygenation and, and all of that. Um, also, our, our real estate 
uh, organization. And lastly, our dam safety uh, organization, which is responsible for the structural integrity of, of these, you know, 104 or so dams that, that, that we um, were responsible for here in the valley. Okay, awesome. Uh, if uh, speaking of flow, I think about the fishermen and uh, how do f folks know what the flow is going to be and how they know uh, where's when's a safe time to go fishing and what's a good time to hit these different waters that y'all control that on. Yeah, so there there's an app. Yeah, you know, there's an app for that, right? So <laughs> there's always uh, an app. There's that. always an app. So yeah, there's an app that they can go online and you know look at everything from river levels, flow. Um, and, and there's also a vibrant network of, of you know, um, um, various social media sites where fishermen share information as well. Yeah. We get, a question, we get questions all the time. They'll call and, you know, want to know about the flows. Like, well, uh, that's going to be TVA or sometimes Corps of Engineers. So you got to check those resources and yeah. see what the flow is going to yeah, be. Yeah, those, those TVA apps have been a lifesaver. Someone's been trying to work and fish in Tennessee. Uh, other states don't have that opportunity to just look on an app. So that's been really great. And if you're fishing the tailwater particularly, you, you, you know how you're going to fish. If you're going to wade fish, you want the water to be off and give it time to come down and watch when it comes up. If you're in a boat, you obviously want to have water in most cases. So it, right. it matters how you're going to fish as to when you can fish. And But it's great that you can at least plan a day out to to do that. Yeah. Well, you were mentioning, we were talking earlier before the show about being safe. You know, uh, if, if the water's up, definitely it, it's a safety hazard. It could be a safety hazard. But you got to watch those boats, too. People will be in boats at that point, you know. Uh, so pick your pick your time. Yeah, you don't want to get you don't want the water to bottom out on you, and yeah. you don't want if you're in a boat and if you're wade fishing, you should be aware of when that water's coming to make sure you don't cross the creek and be ready to backpedal. You know, so, different tailwaters come up at different rates, and you should you know that social media part people talk about right. how much time there is to get in and out of different places. Don't yeah. want the water Just better be waders. better be safe than sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold water too, so there you got yeah. some serious risk there, and uh, you know cooler times of the year especially. Well, let's talk a little bit about what uh, fish are behind us. What what are we going to catch in the South Holston, and what what were released today, and what 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 goes on here on this part of the part of water? So, the South Holston is arguably one of the best tailwater fisheries in the East, I would say, and it is you know over the years it has improved greatly due to water quality improvements. Uh, right as of now, it is a premier wild trout fishery, uh, or wild brown trout fishery. All the all the browns we haven't stocked the brown trouts here since 2003. Wow! And their their abundance is is high. There's a lot of fish, so it you will have fishermen that. Uh, you know, that you're going to catch brown trout if you're fishing, but there, there's also rainbow trout that are that are stocked by Fish and Wildlife Service and to some degree from by our agency, Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, and uh, you know those rainbow trout are stocked at a larger size. Uh, you know they're quote born in the river at nine inches, so they, they they do pretty well, and there's they have their following, and some of them fish survive multiple years and get larger, and the brown trout certainly get larger. Uh, and the fish that we're stocked today was just to show an example of what kind of fish that are stocked when we do stock. And when we normally stock, we'll stock fish by the several hundred, and we'll use pipes and tube them right to the water. Right. At, at usually at higher generation. But uh, yeah, it, it, we stock throughout the year with with the rainbows. And the nice thing about it is we can we do claim to have a wild trout fishery. And for some people that fish, they want to catch a wild fish. And yeah. they can harvest fish. They can have, still have seven fish. Uh, the krill the the size limit is you, you can harvest anything under 16 inches. Can't have anything between 16 to 22 to protect those highly valued 
bigger fish and you can have one over 22 if you catch a, a trophy and you want to keep it for that purpose or any purpose and that's very doable here isn't it? it's doable yeah certain times of the year are better than others for that and there's 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 a lot for any fisherman here if you're a really technical fly fisher that you can get technical in a hurry yeah uh you can fish bait you can fish spinners and different times of year are better different times of day are better for those different things well Speaking of the the fish and having a wild stream, uh, wild brown trout population, uh, a large part of that success could be contributed to TVA and the weir dams that they put in to help control that oxygen. Absolutely. You know, yeah, the, the, this river is, is nothing like it was in the people that told me when I came on with the agency almost 30 years ago, they told me what this river was like, and it's not like that at all anymore. We've got great, <laughs> great flows, great, great oxygen, and, and over the decades, those fish have have responded and now we've got lots of fish so yeah that is you. something we absolutely put a lot of focus on is water quality you know we do a lot of testing um actually we, we we've invested heavily in our in our uh, reservoir um uh, improvement program mm -hmm. and so that's everything from you know oxygen levels we spend somewhere around two million a year on liquid uh, oxygen that we that we put in in, in the case of south holston here in in, in our tailwaters and and that along with the um, the labyrinth weir dam you see behind us is you know helps to contribute to in, to maintain proper oxygen levels, but then also flow and temperature and all of these other factors right to support our, our aquatic life. Yeah. Hey, Alan, for the radio folks, let's describe in words what a, what the labyrinth uh, weir dam is. So it essentially you know provides a, a torturous fl uh, um, flow, right? So and and by the, the so for example when the um, when we're when we're generating. You'll see the water levels come up, and it essentially acts like a waterfall. Uh -huh. And that water f uh, flowing over the weir dam, over th through the labyrinth, is what pulls in oxygen and helps to increase the oxygen levels in the water. Right, right. And you then, know, and then it helps with the flow during non-generation. Absolutely, times, right? yes, yeah. yes, as well. It helps to control the flow. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've seen. Uh, this is a. Uh, do low head dams do the same type of work? I saw one, a low head dam, or uh, yeah, like down a little bit, but yeah, that on the Clinch River, there's a they'll call them re-regulation dams, and what they do, okay. you, you they're able to pulse water, fill it, and then that, as, at the rate that that drops out, it, it maintains the flow in the river. I got you. And those minimum flows are what defines the, the the ability of that river to hold fish. So it's great to have adequate minimum flows. Yeah. Yeah, just I mean, just to add to that um, conversation too, you know. So we also have um, what we call um, oxygenating hubs, right? Aerating hubs. Okay. So like our turbines and our and our hydro uh, plants actually will pull in air as well, which also helps. And of course, that's the more cost-effective way, right, of oxygenating our our our, our water, because there is a cost, obviously, to the um, uh, liquid oxygen supply. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, not only uh, water resources, but, I mean, y'all are protecting lands, too. Y'all have a lot of public lands. Uh, 293,000 acres. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot to manage. It is. It is. Uh, I just looked on your website earlier. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hunting, fishing, hiking, biking. Right here at Osceola Island. I don't know if we said that. Osceola Island? Right, uh -huh. right. It is, yeah. Uh, it's where we are today, and there's hiking here and, and trails and some biking nearby and, yep. and, that, and boating yep. access. But uh, what all do y'all have for, for recreation and for folks to come check out your properties? Because it's not this one, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you touched on all the, the four key areas, right? So, it's the fishing, obviously, world-class. Jason's mentioned it a few times. Um, but in addition to that, we also have tremendous... Um, 
hiking trails, you know, all across our, our seventh state uh, jurisdiction. Um, biking trails. We've got some really incredible bike trails. I mean, competitive, you know, bike. So everything from beginner to, you know, those that they're looking for something a little more challenging. Uh-huh. And then, of course, hunting and camping as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think some folks forget about that sometimes when they're looking for places to go. And there's there's opportunity, right? Even outside of our wildlife management areas, you know, like with TVA and and others. So that's and then cool. of course all the marinas too on our lakes, right? So boating. Yeah. I mean, you know, I live in Chattanooga, and I can tell you the amount of marinas and boats you see out on the lake on a nice day. So. Oh yeah. man, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about too: uh, 180,000 non-residents come here and fish uh you know we're so close to, to bristol virginia right now uh-huh. i'm sure there's a lot of folks that come over mm-hmm. uh it's amazing what our resources offer for non-residents people yeah i mean th- this area is just Tennessee. one of them that 180,000 is or is for all the whole state i assume and well yeah yeah but it, but yeah a place like the the south holston river i know draws a lot of non, non-resident anglers that not only because it's close to two borders but I, I've got colleagues in Pennsylvania that talk about people coming here to fish for trout, which is pretty neat because Pennsylvania is supposed to have great trout. Yeah, fish. right. Yeah, and the numbers I'm hearing are actually a little higher than that. I'm hearing cool. over half a million um, wow. come, um, which obviously that's millions of dollars in recreational spend, which helps mm. to boost our, our local mm. economies. You know, and it's really you know, part of what makes this area just such a great place to live, work, and play. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love it up in this area for sure. Hey, Alan, Tennessee. From, uh, oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean. To well, no, just the whole state of Tennessee is a great place to be. I, I know, and uh, Alan, just curious. I know you're ca- relatively new in your current position. Right? I am. I am. Correct. Okay, and and you came from kind of a different a different part of uh, TVA. Tell I, us a little I, bit I about, did, I did, about yeah. that. So I sp- I've spent 33 years on the generation side. So wow, coal, gas, hydro. Um, even a little bit of solar, you know, have had different responsibilities. And so coming over into the natural resources and, you know, with dam safety and TVA police and all these other things has really been a very enriching experience. I you bet. Know? On the generation side, you tend to see these support organizations differently. Uh-huh. But coming over here and, and, and witnessing firsthand, um, it, it, it's, it's, very, it's been a rewarding experience and something I'm really, you know, blessed to, to have had the opportunity to experience. Good. Good deal. Well, now that you're in the on this side of things uh, with rivers and resources stewardship, do you find yourself out enjoying those resources and fishing and doing some stuff like that? Not as much I would like, but at every opportunity. I love the outdoor biking and hiking mostly. I don't fish yeah. as much. You know, I was here for a, a couple months. It was maybe two months ago for a fly fishing event. We actually had a, a similar public event. And that was awesome. I was like one of three to catch a fish, so I was lucky oh, that man. day, right? So, but um, it, it was it was a lot of fun. We had Trout Unlimited and a number of other partners out here, and um, it was just it was a great experience. I can see how folks can get hooked on hooked on fly fishing. Yeah. Well, Frank knows how to catch them, so I can hook y'all up. And y'all can. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an art. I learned that. <laughs> uh, well, Frank, tell us about, what's your favorite type of fishing up around this area. Uh, well, you know, I, I live in Nashville, and yeah. I've got some some local trout water there, but it's very limited compared mm-hmm. to coming to East Tennessee. And you, you, even if you were to travel from Nashville to say Bristol area to fish South Holston with Tauga tailwaters. And the generation is not right. You can always skip up into the mountains and fish some great wild trout water there. So that's what I like to do when I come to this part of the world is make sure I'm fishing one of those two things because uh, that's you know, the wild tr- the true uh, 
the wild trout mountains obviously we don't have in nashville area yeah yeah and and uh I know you don't travel without a fishing rod. You've yeah, always got, I, I got one. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a time to, to, to cast a line a little bit. Um, and I think this trip is is one of those yeah. trips. Hey, so. his, his last name isn't Fish for now. Uh, right, right. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, one of our commissioners always jokes, you know, Frank Fish. <laughs> when he invites him to the podium to give a report, it's always Frank Fish instead of Fish. So yeah. I, now I get now I get tongue tied. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. But. Uh, um, oh, where was I headed? I had I had a thought and I lost it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's part that's part of it. Well, did, did were we going to talk about the event that happened today? Well, Soon yeah, later? I, we can, can cover that some more. I first, I know what it was. I wanted okay. you to talk about your folks up here, your guys that work in this area. Oh yeah, I mean they did such a great job. They, we got a great crew of, of of biologists in East Tennessee in general, but the the trout biologists are so dedicated. They do all the wild trout population work in the mountains. We we know to the to the number how many native brook trout populations we have in the state, and it's over a hundred. And they do work to restore brook trout into new waters and, re- and recover old waters. They also work these tailwaters. They're at, they, we do an annual sample to just see how things are going to make sure that what we expect to be happening is happening, make sure our regs are in line with what we're seeing. And, and that's they, they do a great job. And, and they do outreach. They'll, they'll, they come talk to fishing clubs. They talk to TVA when there's questions about water water needs, and TVA helps us get our water right to do our samples. Really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got a great great crew up here, and we've hatcheries in East Tennessee that also stock trout, and they're, they 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 coordinate well with the with the Fish and Wildlife Service hatcheries, and it's a it's a it's as this event was about, it's a partnership. So we we got yeah. a lot done. Yeah, and then uh, just recently, Sally Sally Petrie was recognized. Oh, that's right. As, uh, what was the what was her? Yes, yeah, S- Sally Petrie is our uh, relatively new river and streams biologist in East Tennessee. Yeah. So she does a lot of trout work, uh-huh. and uh, she has gotten. Uh, she was recognized by Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency as our biologist of the year for the fisheries division. Yeah. So it was a uh, really. It's an honor for her, and we're 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 honored to have her working with us. So it's great. Yeah. I think it probably had a lot to do with us having her on it as a wildcat yeah. guest <laughs> last year. I, I think know. so. That, 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 that or over the half million dollars worth of funding she brought now in there to do some, there good, go. some yeah. good trout habitat work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reality there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's. I mean, there's a great crew uh, all across the state. I mean, we got yeah. great. Great people, uh, they do great work. Uh, but I always love coming up in the east, eastern part of the state. Um, I, th- I think the regs are coming up, right? We're going to be uh, setting regulations for the next couple seasons. Yeah, uh, pretty, in a commission meeting very soon, yeah. we'll, we'll be finalized. Hopefully, the the commission will vote on the on our proposal package. And there's there's a uh, there's several. They're actually keeping on the trout theme. There's some changes to our delayed harvest areas, adding one, changing a date on another. Pretty minor stuff, but it's just optimizing and, and generally providing more opportunity for trout fishing yeah not a lot gonna change and we're on the two-year cycle oh that's right yeah so it will we're gonna set it for effective march of 22 and then we will let it alone for a full year like an extra year uh-huh. we just go every year now we go every other year and we hope that gives some stability to anglers not knowing worrying about what changes all the time and it gives us some time to 
really watch how things are going for an extra year before we start tinkering with it sometimes yeah so. and and they'll probably there'll be a new hunting guide come out or a new fishing guide you know as, as those seasons change they yeah sometimes change a little bit we'll do it as i understand it we do it even though we do the regulations every two years we're going to do a new guide every year yep. just to freshen it up and make maybe tweak the information yep. a little bit yeah uh-huh. just in case there's anything changes well, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about today. I think it was a good event. I think it was it was great to see all the different uh, states and, and, and departments and agencies working together. Uh, uh, we did stock a few fish, so people are out there enjoying them now, and uh, hopefully they catch a few. But uh, what's some key takeaways from today? Uh, I, you know, the, the partnerships. We've touched on it so many times right, today, yeah, right? Um, I think it's just it's just really good to see projects like this that that allow us to work towards a, tom- a common goal, and then seeing you know uh, the, these these outcomes, you know these, these relationships we have with our with our, our partners like like um, TWRA and you know Georgia Department mm-hmm. of Natural Resources and U.S. Fish and Wildlife, you know they've they've been in place for some time, right? And we actually see them growing uh, even more effective over the years. Um, as we continue to look for opportunities to how we can better serve the needs of the, of, the, of the people of the valley. So to me, that's really where I get the, the enjoyment and just, you know, proud and blessed to be part of, a, of a, just a fantastic organization that gets to work with fantastic people and, and partners like, like Jason we've got here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to work together. So, um, and, and I think the Southeast is, is kind of unique in that way. I, I know when the U.S. Fish and Wildlife were speaking earlier today at the podium, they were talking about some of the challenges out West and how, you know, sometimes oh, yeah, yeah. some groups can get at loggerheads on, on issues, but uh, we tend to not do that here. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's, it's a much more cooperative effort. And, you know, that's driven by relationships, right, Don? So getting here, meeting people in person, getting to know those right. folks, and so that way look we're not always going to agree there's going to be times we're going to have to agree to disagree but getting on the phone going and meeting someone and having those conversations yeah that's one of the things i do feel we are very effective at in, in this part of the country yeah yeah this is the sixth year of this of this uh, moa being in effect and we're renewing it for another three and yeah you know i can remember a decade plus ago when we didn't have the support from the from Congress or you know to 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 keep that emphasis at the federal hatcheries, and that that's what really triggered this need to get the all the partners involved to support the federal hatcheries and and TVA is a huge partner. We even talked about the money, but they're funding all the fish that are basically a lot of the trout, eighty percent of the trout that are mm-hmm. going into their the the trout fisheries in the valley. And without that, the service would have a hard time producing those fish we'd have to try to do more with with what we've got in our agency so it's it's really it looks good and it's been a pretty quiet program <laughs> but that's because it's working yeah, right, yeah. Right. we want we want to keep it that yeah, way. Not now exactly. it's on wildcats it's out <laughs> and now and i do remember frank when yeah. it was touch and go there for yeah a while. i can remember doing uh federal inter- budgets were getting cut and i was you know, on what was i on fox news national oh, talking yeah. about the value of trout and why we need to keep you know, uh, these trout hatcheries working. It, yeah. it wasn't a it wasn't a given thing uh-huh. at the time. So wow. And I don't know if we've mentioned it. How many were fish for are, are going to be stocked in this program? What's the estimated number of, of stockings? Uh, well, for the 
Tennessee Valley, that's off the top of my head, I know we do about 2.2 million trout a year okay. in, in at that counts the Cumberland River system and some of our other stockings. But yeah, generally a tailwater like this is probably getting you know 30 to 50,000 rainbows a year, and we we don't need to put the browns in, which is nice because right. we we can put them other places where we need them, like you know with the some tailwaters. One thing I want to point out is that a lot of the work that TVA has done has made the, the conditions better so that fish last longer in the river and we don't have to put as many in. So there's a cost savings there mm -hmm. that, in addition from that. The, you know, the big investment in water quality not only gives the, you know, the quality of life benefits, all the benefits you get from that, but it's cheaper to manage too from a trout side. Mm -hmm. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not just the fish, right? That obviously our communities are benefiting from this as well. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to go back to. I mean, the, the access and the areas, like this is a nice place to come hike and come walk and, and do things. But uh, this this area right here has three boat access points. So there's a lot of places to put in a drift boat or whatever. And then there's, like, we see three people back here fishing right now. Great places to wade and bank access. Uh, yeah. It's it's just amazing what uh, what's the, what there is to offer here. So. Um, I want to make sure I hit on this before we before we have to close out. But uh, your website is at tva.org or .com or .gov. 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 So yeah. tva.gov is a great resource to see what all the work y'all are doing and and check out those flows. All and sorts of great information. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, make sure you do that and and look for them on social media and and follow them. I know they're out there. Uh, and uh, so that's that's always good. One thing I did have marked down here, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. We're going to run out, but. Uh, Noosive and invasive species, you know, we're lucky to not have Asian carp or silver carp in, in these waters, and we're and we're all working together to keep that from, from happening, you know. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, but there's also the zebra mussels and the, and the vegetation and different things that we, we work together on and partnership on to help control, and, yeah. and uh, I know TVA does a lot of work there with us as well. Yeah, that's been that's been some more challenging than others. You know, Asian carp certainly is a big concern right now. That's another great example of partnership. Um, you know, where we're looking at ways to try to keep the, that particular species of fish from coming sure. upstream into our system, and we're looking at a number of things right now: barriers, physical barriers, and things to try to keep them out. Um, but they're pretty prolific. You know, mm -hmm. um, um, species of fish show. That, that's an ongoing challenge. Um, vegetation management is another big one, you know, particularly in some of our shallower lakes like uh, Gunnersville, for example. Yeah. Um, we've been dealing with this eelgrass issue, which tends to break away, flow downstream, and ends up clogging or, or cooling mm. systems that are generation facilities and some of these other issues. And then, you know, and it's, it's, it's balance, right? Because the fishermen love it, because the fish love it, yeah. Yeah. but our plants don't like it because it's, it's creating <laughs> problems for us, you know, operationally. And so trying to find that right balance, you know, in terms of, of managing that particular um, um, aspect mm -hmm. of, of our responsibility. But, yeah, I mean, these are things, and, you know, obviously everything we do, we do in, in, in concert with our partners to make sure we're, we're in lockstep. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you do. Uh, and I think it's, like I said, we've said it multiple times, great partnership, great we're coming together to work together with these different states and organizations to make things happen and it's fun it's great um, thank you guys for being on uh, remember tva.org remember tmwildlife.org tva.gov listen at me listen at me dot gov <laughs> you'll get it right eventually tva.gov just google Tennessee Valley Authority <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's the easiest way what am I doing uh, but if you want to more, know more about Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency that's tmwildlife.org 
Uh, you can buy license at GoOutdoorsTennessee.com. You can follow us on social media. We're out there. Also follow TVA on social media. Uh, Alan, thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you and great, great job by you guys, too. Oh, I mean, well, this you. actually helps to spread the word and write all of these opportunities that, that we have here in our backyard. Yeah, just trying to get it out best we can. Frank, thank you. Thank you. It's always fun to come on. Go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got, let's a, go. got a little time today. The weather's going to hold off a while. Yeah. That's yeah. all that's left. So let's, today. let's go yeah. fishing. That's a good one to end on. Don, thank you. Thank you. Don, Todd, thank you for running the board. Uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do.